I'm Jennifer Askey, and this is the Mindful Academy podcast. I'm an academic coach, and I work with academic professionals of all stripes to help them create the mental and emotional resilience required for careers in the academy. And because not many people know what academic coaches do, in season one of the Mindful Academy, I'm going to introduce you to some of the tools and exercises that I use with my clients. There is a workbook of exercises and tip sheets that go along with these episodes for the entire first season. And you can go to my website, jenniferaskey.com, to find that and download it. Today, let's get started. So, how satisfied are you with your life and career in the academy? Chances are that you got into this line of work, whatever it is, because of some passion or curiosity or some talent that you wanted to bring to the world. And maybe as your career has developed, you've lost some of that excitement and some of that spark. Or maybe you feel like the administrivia of your job, the answering of the emails and the paperwork and the reimbursements and all of that drowns out your life and eliminates the time that you might have had to get really cool work done. This happens to a lot of people, whether you've been doing this for two years or 20. And there are ways that you can take stock. And today's tool is one of those stock-taking tools that I think is a really good way to sort of touch base with yourself and see how content are you, how satisfied are you. And um, so I'll walk you through this, and um, you can tell me what you think by sending me an email at jennifer at jenniferaskey.com. So today's tool is a popular coaching tool. It's called the Wheel of Life. The workbook download for this season that's available at jenniferaskey.com includes the Wheel of Life that I use. And you can also Google Wheel of Life and see several examples of wheels for coaching life balance. So this is not a tool that is unique to me. It's super common, but it's super common because it's super useful. So the purpose of the Wheel of Life worksheet is to get a snapshot of how happy you are with key areas of your life right now in the moment. The wheel is usually broken into eight wedges, like a trivial pursuit game piece. And each of the pie piece wedges in the circle is assigned a category. The wheel I'm working with here contains the categories career, family and friends, significant other or romance, fun and recreation, health, money, personal growth, and physical environment. I'm going to pause for a second and tell you that you just heard a very high-quality hound ear flap in the background. We're doing work from home and remote schooling right now, and the hound is just part of the picture. (laughs) Okay, so those are the eight wedges of the Wheel of Life, but I invite you to customize your wheel if you want to. Maybe some of those categories don't resonate with you very much, um, or you feel like there are other categories that are missing. If you're really focused on your career satisfaction, for example, right now, you could adjust the wheel's wedges to include teaching, service, and research. So break that career section into three different areas, and then choose from five other categories that are meaningful for you right now in the moment. 
other possible areas to explore in a wheel exercise like this that you might find missing and want to include are community engagement or volunteering or a spiritual practice. Or maybe you have a main career and a side gig, right? So I've given you a wheel with eight wedges and you can customize those eight wedges any way you like or you can just start with this version and see where it takes you. Okay, the purpose and the point of this and any coaching exercise is to use it to gain insight about your life and your priorities. And so feel free to make this your own. Okay, so if you're looking at the wheel of life and you've determined what your eight wedges are, how they they are going to be allocated, your next job is to rate your satisfaction with each one of these areas on a scale from one to 10. As you do this, you'll be able to connect the lines inside each wedge to create an inner wheel, okay? So if you're looking at the wheel of life like a clock, the center of the dial is zero. And as you head out to the circumference of the clock, you head towards 10, right? So for example, if I rate my satisfaction with personal growth in my life as an eight, and my physical environment as a five, and my career as a three, family and friends at four, romance at nine, so on and so forth, and I connect each of those lines, I create an inner circle that is asymmetrical and bumpy. And this is pretty normal. I suppose in our ideal utopian world, We'd all be at tens, and our life would be a perfectly round and complete circle, and we would roll along happily. But that generally isn't what life looks like, right? We make choices, we have trade-offs, there are seasons for this and seasons for that. Um, And so the expectation isn't that you will be equally content in all of these things all of the time. This is just a way to sort of take the temperature, right? To take a snapshot of where you're at. So once you've done this, you have a lot of questions to explore. What are you noticing about your inner wheel? How bumpy is this ride? Are the areas of your life that you care most deeply about also the ones that you give yourself the highest satisfaction score in? Right. So if right now at the stage you are in your life, career growth is the most important thing for you. Are you rating that above a six, above a seven? If right now in your life, your family relationships are the most important thing to you, where are they scoring? Right. Maybe money isn't important to you right now. Maybe it isn't something you need to give a lot of attention to well, then it's okay if it isn't super high, right? Or maybe it's super high and therefore you don't need to give it a lot of attention, right? So you ask yourself, all right, I scored this a four and I scored that an eight. What's the difference there, right? How have you worked with that one to 10 scale? What is poor? What is satisfactory? What is outstanding? And are you using the same benchmark for each segment? And I'm not implying that there's a right or a wrong way to do this. I'm just saying that you get to ask yourself questions. Oh, okay. So in order to feel like I'm at an eight in my career, this would need to happen. In order to feel like an eight 
with my romantic relationships, this would need to happen. In order to feel like an eight with my physical environment, this would need to happen, right? Do you know what an eight or a nine or a 10 looks like in each of those areas? Do you know what a zero looks like? Another question that comes up there is, are you using your own definitions of success and your own benchmarks? Or does someone else's voice chime in and tell you what your score should be or tell you how you should rate your success in one particular area or another? As you look at your wheel, focus in on the scores that surprise you the most or that made you think the most creatively as you filled it out. Are these the highest scores or the lowest? And what stories do you tell yourself to arrive at the number you've chosen? Maybe you have stories of trade-offs and compromises that inform some of these areas of your life. Or maybe you're letting a few areas sit on the back burner right now while you give your concentrated attention to others. And of course, there's always the possibility that you've let some areas of your life escape your radar because it felt selfish to focus on them. Each of these stories can tell us something about how we show up to our lives and to our work and to our relationships. And chances are that an exercise like the Wheel of Life is going to show you where you're unconsciously avoiding something or where you're not showing up to something or where you're putting up with less than you need or want. As a coach, the purpose for me behind examining a wheel of life is to check in with the client. Is a relative dissatisfaction in health a recent thing? Or is it a constant state of affairs? What's the difference between a three and a four on your personal scale? Does a four in health give you the same amount of joy as a four in physical environment? Is one of those areas more important to you than the other? And so on. Once you've filled out the wheel and spent some time looking at it, pick one or two wedges where your satisfaction score is lower than you'd like to be. This is your opportunity now to coach yourself a bit. For each of these categories, think about what would make your satisfaction score go up a number or two numbers. These are good opportunities for change, for growth, for pushing the needle. For example, I it, it, if I were filling this out for myself right now, I would have rated my health, let's say, a six, and I really want it to be a nine, right? It gets a six because I'm pretty healthy, I'm in pretty good shape, but it doesn't get a nine because my knees hurt and I'm not as active as I should be and so on and so forth. So when I did this recently, I thought, what would push the needle for me on health? And I decided that really working on the knee thing would help. So I did some investigation. I did some exploring. I ended up losing some weight. And it was kind of miraculous that losing a little bit of weight has helped my knees tremendously. Taking some supplements and doing Pilates and whatnot. It took a little bit of time, a little bit of research, but whereas maybe in July of 2019, my health score would have been a six, in January of 2021, I'm going to give it an eight. I'm pretty happy. Um, But it was checking in with, yeah, I'm in pretty good shape health-wise, but it could be a little bit better, and that would make me a little bit more content. 
right? Um, and you can identify, like, what are your easy wins? Where could you go from a six to a seven or a four to a six um, without tossing your world upside down and changing everything? But a small change to your physical environment when it comes to your office. Are you working from home? What can you do to make that just a little bit better? Whether it's a plant or a coat of paint or a new card table or something, right? We are perhaps all still in 2021 working in some suboptimal physical environments. And that has a great impact on how content we are with work and with our lives. So if you use the wheel of life, use it as an opportunity to check in with where am I now and where would I like to be ideally. So I'll wrap that section up for now and end with a note about what coaching does. So coaching is all about forward motion. I, I had a client very early on in my coaching journey who said, oh my gosh, you're like a therapist for my job. <laughs> Um, which is sort of true, except where therapy tends to go into your back history and what made you who you are today, coaching really looks at where you are now and where you want to be. Like, what's your goal? What's the current reality? What are the opportunities and obstacles between you and the goal? And how are you going to bridge those? What's your way forward? And so the downloadable workbook that you can get at jenniferaskey.com it is, is there because I wanted to give you a way to keep track of what you learn as you listen and to show you a couple tools that actually work towards charting your own growth path. And most of the exercises in the workbook are really insightful personal growth tools. Using them and reflecting on what you've learned about yourself as you do so will hopefully boost your personal growth satisfaction score on the wheel of life by at least a point. In all seriousness, though, many of us don't set aside any time for personal learning and reflection. And research tells us that reflecting on learning and insights is a major driver of adult learning. So start a habit of reflection here if you don't have one already. Indicate in your workbook which area or two of the wheel you'd like to change for the better. Write down what you'd like your new satisfaction level to be and what you think might get you there. This is just a little start. Thank you for being here for episode one of the Mindful Academy. And again, the workbook is available at jenniferaskey.com. And you can find me online super easily. I'm active on social media, Twitter, I'm jaskey. On LinkedIn, I'm Jennifer Askey, and on Facebook, I have a page for Jennifer Askey Coach. If you're interested in learning more about what working with a coach might look like for you, you can use the contact form on my website to get in touch and book a complimentary session. I'd also like to invite you to rate and review this podcast on the podcast app of your choice. You can provide feedback ask questions, or suggest topics by getting in touch with me via my website or on Twitter. And if you found something of value here today, please share the podcast with a friend or a colleague. The intro and exit music is 